0: I'm strapped up. Nothing was that about. Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 117 of a in the Podcast. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And before we kick off the episode, let me do my usual plug of the socials, guys. Head over to our Instagram, Strap Season Podcast, or follow our Twitter, which is Strap Season Pod. Link in the bio on both of those platforms there. And that link will take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise, whether it's audio, Spotify, etc., or visuals, YouTube. Make sure you guys do that. Give us a like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Flows, another week, fresh off a uh, rather heated pod last week. Let's uh-huh. see if uh, we could uh, be a bit more mellow this week. Who knows? You never know what boxing, right? <laughs> we might just charge up suddenly. You never know. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, uh, not much going on again. Um, last week, we mentioned how, I guess, where well, we mentioned Jaime Mungia last week, but how he was in a nothing fight. But we also failed to mention that um, Anthony Yard was also in action. Um, as well, he fought yesterday. Um, we didn't really touch upon it last week because what's to touch upon? Um, one thing about Anthony Yard, I think we said it on this pod before, Floors, they're gonna find a random European opponent from somewhere for him to fight, right? Yep. <laughs> and yeah, I guess we'll start with Yard, we can touch upon that. That's exactly what happened. They found a guy who I'd never even heard or seen of. I'm sure you're the <laughs> same. Uh, let me get his name right, at least, let me do his justice there. Stefani Koykov who they found for yard yesterday um this was basically just a, like okay his Bulgarian opponent this was basically just a, a keep busy fight because we've known for a while now that Anthony Yard is mandatory for Potobiev um so I guess yeah just keep busy fight for him because yard's last out in was do you remember it flows was it um it was offer which was yeah. last year so this is yard's first fight of the year Ever uh-huh. since that that big offer of rematch, which he, you know, you're thinking, you know, he should, should springboard him into something. But he got that offer of rematch, he won it, and that made him manage the Peterbio. And I guess he's just been chilling, really waiting for that perturbio fight to be made. Um, he's blasted this guy out in three rounds, uh, as expected. Um knockout was yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember if he dropped him previously in the previous rounds. I think he might have. I can't remember though. I just remember the knockout quite vividly. He... Yeah, he battered him, dropped my man. This guy was taken and took a knee, didn't get up in time, and the referee called it. Really, that was it. That was all she wrote. Um, yeah, so not much to really talk about flows in terms, unless you want to delve into his performance. But I'll be honest, there's nothing to say <laughs> from um, me, anyways. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to give so much credit to
1: for a win against a, a nobody. A nobody, yeah. let let's be real, mm. uh, but. Yard yeah, looked good. That's pretty That like, He done what he needed to do. He picked some yeah. good shots. Looks yeah. powerful. But once again, the usual. I don't know where they found this dude.
0: So, <laughs> yeah. Um. I guess the big talk was the after, didn't it? So, yeah. Fresh off the win. It was fully confirmed now. January 28th, 2023, at the uh, OVO uh, R- Wembley Arena. And the yard goes head to head with Artur Poturbiev. Uh, is putting three of his belts on the line, or all, all of his belts. Um, so he's got three of the belts at light heavy. Uh, and yeah, he'll be defending against Anthony Yard, which is a um, great fight on paper. Again, it's a fight that we knew was coming. Flows, I, 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 I'm let's. I think obviously, I've made no secret, I've dropped hints in terms of how I think that fight's going. But when the time comes, let's give that a proper breakdown when it comes. There's no no, no point in saying anything now. But listeners, go <laughs> yeah. back to the previous episodes. I don't know, I've already I've dropped what I think is gonna happen with this one. So yeah. When that time comes, we'll break that down properly. But that's locked in now fully. Um at least it has a date now, it's got a venue, date, and venue. Mm. Good fight on paper, let's put it that way. Good fight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I don't want to get into the details of breaking it down, but once again, um yard yeah, I, I the preparation they've they've, is, is... They've done it again. Yeah. Preparation. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't go through. And sit on a... Like, always... <laughs> save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Right, yeah, you know what? <laughs> good, fight, say, good, fight. good fight. Good fight. Uh, yeah, good def- fight. Good We're definitely rooting for Yard. 100%. Yes. 100%. To win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My <laughs> goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's... Yeah, let's move we'll, at that. Yeah, first we'll pop up, we'll propagate into it because we have a lot to say on that one and yeah, the path they've taken. But yeah, cool. That's 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 in for next year. Good fight to look forward to for the first quarter of 2023.
1: Let me uh, say this. You know, you know it, <laughs> like this guy, in terms of soup cans, like I I, <laughs> I, I cook Golovkin, but Yards had twenty-five fights and only three of the fighters have wiki pages. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I knew I knew you were gonna say that as well. Yeah. Know, they, they be fighting. I don't know. The pool that they pull for yard is crazy. I I've never seen it's 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 like it's almost like Wilder's remember Wilder's first 40 fights, like Man. the bulk of them didn't have wiki pages. It's like that, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah, anyway. I don't want to call yard a like, light light heavy version of Wilder, but there's parallels, you know. There's parallels. But anyways, <laughs> anyways. I wouldn't disrespect my man that because I don't rate Wilder at all and I rate yards. So but boy, yeah. yeah. There's parallels. Um <laughs> uh speaking of <laughs> I said random opponents and soup cans, Haman Mungia over at middleweight. As we said last week, he was fighting someone who well had eight losses or whatever. I guess there's a keep busy fight for him. This is a to be third to Haman he's been active this year, as we said, but the level of position hasn't been what we wanted to see from him. Um, he's similar to the yard fight, he blasted this guy out in three rounds. Similar kind of stoppage as well. Dropped to the guy, I think he took a knee, right flows, and you think you said you said he was shaking his head. <laughs> no mass. Yeah, yeah. He went on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, another, yeah, easy expected victory for a good a very, very good fighter. Um, again, I wanna I want to sort of zoom in on the sort of uh, comments that. Munguia made afterwards, because before, obviously, his last fight he called out Charlo specifically, and obviously we said straight away that's never happening, bro, <laughs> never ever happening. So he's gone and said, obviously, it's a shame that he still wants Charlo, but it's a shame he couldn't make that fight. But now he's called out Triple G. He said that if if you know, he said he's still looking to make the Charlo fight for next year, but if a Charlo fight doesn't happen, he said Cinco de Mayo, Triple G, let's get it on. So he wants Triple G again, Harry Munguia it's not happening, and I'll tell you why it's not happening. <laughs> I'll tell you why. This this isn't Thank even God. on. This this is even a p- politics kind of thing. The Charlo thing was politics. We knew that, but the but the Triple G thing is they're 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 part of the, they're both the zone, so it should be easy. But the issue is Triple G. I don't know if you knew this flows, but Triple G now has got two mandatories. With the fight that with in in winning the belt from Murata, he's been slapped with two mandatories. So okay. one of them, one of them is Landy Lara. Who is the regular champ? The regular WBA champ. Okay, yeah. He he's been sitting for a while, actually waiting. But there's another one, uh, Brazilian undefeated Brazilian fighter called Falcao. I don't know if you're aware of him. Al, um, Flores. I've uh, seen his name, but I. He I went to the him. Olympics. He went to the Olympics. I think 35. fights. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's got a brother as well. Um, also signed to Golden Boy, who's also good, but I think he's lost once. But it. But anyway, this Falcao, I think it's Esquiva Falcao. Let me get his name right. Actually, let me get. Him. Yeah, he, he's I recognize good. the name. Yeah he's, yeah, he's 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 actually pretty good. Yeah, I was right. Esquiva Falcao. So, mm. if I'm right, I believe he went to the Olympics. Yeah, got a silver in alum- London at middleweight in 2012. Yeah, all okay, yeah. amateur bronze as well. Uh, 30 wins, f- 30 30 fights, 30 wins, 25 ko. Obviously, no losses. So he's also been mandatory as well so I think they're going to make that I think he's golden boy or I think he might be signed to golden boy which means I think he's going to get the fat shot of Triple G first and then there's Lara as well so yeah Triple G's got two managers to take care of so and obviously he can vacate obviously which makes it easier but essentially <laughs> essentially um, Mr. Uh, Mister Mungia, that fight I think is, is, isn't is going to be made for Cinco de Mayo I don't, unless Triple G swerves these managers it's difficult to make oh Question is,
1: what mm-hmm. makes the most business sense for Golovkin? I think it's, it's, this guy's a, never, mm-hmm. he's never he's never looked to you uh, become undisputed. Boy, he <laughs> says that's what he cares about. But
0: To I do believe he wants the undisputed thing.
1: Did he say that? He did say that after the Golovkin fight that he wants to. Yes,
0: yeah, I I do believe he actually does want the undisputed thing. Obviously, we know a boxing. It's easy for a fighter to say it and it's harder to make because obviously politics all that kind of stuff. But cool. yeah, to answer your question in terms of what makes the most business sense for Triple G out of Mungia, Lara and this Farquhar guy, probably, definitely Mungia. Mungia is a bigger name out, out of the three. Lara has been around for longer, but yeah. he's not necessarily a draw like that. Whereas I think Mungia, obviously has got the whole Mexico behind him. He's quite a big draw in Mexico. I think Mungia will make, in terms of like, Pay per view, or design stream, but in terms of numbers, in terms of draw, probably say it makes the most sense. But again, yeah. those mandatories are mandatories. Obviously, we've seen some fights duck them, swerve out of them. Sometimes you might have to vacate duck them. I don't know. But if Triple G obviously wants all the belts, it probably within his best inter- interest to take care of these mandatories so then he can then fight for the final belt. Yeah. Which is owned by Oh Chala. <laughs> <No>. So <laughs> as long as Chala has that, part, I don't know about and any unification. The, the
1: one, the one, Dimitri um, vacated, and what's his name? The European brother Beck. Yes. Zavik.
0: What's his name? Um, oh, Al- Johnny Al- Beck. Al- Al- yeah. Al- yeah. Al- yeah. 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 I know you're talking. I can't word. remember I how to pronounce it. name. i but Al- Al- Alim Al- Kunali. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That's the. Yeah. That's the one. He's, got, he's like, got Yeah, a, yeah he's got the musical. other one. Again, oh yeah, because I remember we said that that could be a good fight for Kazakhstan because he's Kazakhstani. So yeah, that could be a good fight for Kazakhstan if that happens. Um, But yeah, regardless, bottom line is Triple G's got mandatory to take care of. So Mungia, I don't know about Cinco de Mayo. I would love for that fight to be made. That's a great fight for Cinco de Mayo. But just the realism of it, to me, isn't that big, in my opinion. Yeah, um, hopefully... Jaime steps up because he's been chilling. Brother, <laughs> yeah. He had his chance. He was mandatory for Demetrius for time. He had his chance. Yeah. And they, 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 they kept swerving it. Crazy. So now the belts are tied up with Triple G and maybe go chase the other Kazakh guy maybe if you want to make a fight. But yeah, he had his chance, man. He had his chance. And he chilled. So that's his own fault. Um, mm. But yeah, good win for Mungia, good win for Anthony Yard. We'll see what 2023 looks for for both of them. (laughs) That really was Yard's first fight of the year. That is so funny. (laughs) Another one to add to the list from last week. (laughs) You know what's funny with that? Remember,
1: obviously, where um, Eddie Hearn was trying it? He was trying it. He said, oh, yeah, why doesn't he
0: fight Bawatsi? Yeah. He's chilling. He he was goading him. He was goading him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And while it makes sense, like, you've got a title shot, there's no need to fight Bawatsi. At the same time, he had the point of, you've you're fighting the winner of Joe Smith Jr. and Poterbiev. Yeah. And that fight hasn't even been announced yet. They haven't even got <laughs> yeah. a date for it at the time you yeah. say saying this. Yeah. It's like, why, why are you just going to wait around for the winner of that and then yeah. they're going to fight in the middle of the year or sometime mm. and then you're going to
0: fight at the end of the year where you <laughs> where in December? To be honest, playing play devil's advocate it is two ways of looking at it because for example, look at Dylan White's case where he Lost to Povetkin, and they tried to. He lost position because of it. Um, Some fighters and some people will say that you know, if you've got the if you've got the title shot there, don't take the risk. Whilst other people look at it in terms of you've got the title shot, but keep staying sharp. Iron sharpens iron. You keep busy. You keep active. You can peak at the right time, as opposed to going to a title fight a bit rusty or you have you know you haven't fought for a year and a half or whatever. So it, it, there are two ways of looking at it. But, to be fair. I will say this:
1: you can't compare Dylan White's resume because he he he'd been in the fight. He's, he's been he has been fighting. You said in he was tough fighting tough challenges. too many killers. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was fighting tough challenges, yeah. and then go to yard and say, "He he, he hasn't been in there with any." Yard
0: really hasn't been, been tested because we're knocking
1: guys out in three in yeah, yeah. In three rounds all the time. So and granted, if let's say IA, oh, yeah, you don't want to take a dangerous test. You could have fought this guy. You could have fought two of these guys in, in that yeah. time.
0: Yeah. This is your you first fight had, this year. Yeah. You could
1: have even said, all oh, right, let me jump on the undercard of Joe Smith Jr. and of mm. and, mm. and fight, and fight anyone, <laughs> and yeah, fight
0: someone." I agree.
1: Mm. Could have done that. Yeah, but really, truly, you want, wanted to see him test, like step up slightly. You could have fought yeah.
0: someone nice and easy, beatable. But anyway, yeah, yeah. There, there's a way to look at it. I guess finding that middle ground between maybe oh. not overextending yourself and fighting someone that's too tough, and then you lose, you lose position. Or just finding someone too easy where you're not even getting the workout, you're not even getting tested, you're just knocking the guy out in free and walking him down, hands down, and just it's just it being easy for you. So yeah, I guess it can be a bit tricky finding that middle ground. Um, but yeah. We'll see. We'll like I said, we'll see next year when, when we do that, when we do the round, um, the preview for that, um, and what we think is gonna happen, etc. And just yard and the decision that him and his team have made. Um okay, uh, flows. Let's uh head over to Next week, only one card to talk about, really. One card to shout about. It's not a beautiful card by any means, but it's what it is. It's here. Dylan White is uh, up against... Oh, I've just forgotten the guy's name. I had it in my head. Uh, um, Jermaine, Jermaine Franke, Franklin. Jermaine Franklin, yeah. yes. Um. A, yeah, I guess a comeback fight from Dinner White since the Fury fight. So the Fury fight The was sort was top of the year, wasn't it? Feb? Was it Feb? Yeah, oh, wait, about wait, wait, wait. Feb, March, I think it was, right? Around then times,
1: I don't know,
0: maybe even later, maybe like June, okay. June, was it June, June Actually it, July? Could, it could have been actually. Wait, let me think. Pre- I think it was like June, July. You know, why do I feel like it was top of the year?
1: Because it was it was just before AJ's fight. It was like a few, yeah, it was June, July, April. April.
0: A- oh, April,
1: April, oh <laughs> April, yeah, <but> it's not <laughs> <laughs> April. April. Okay, yeah. So it's three weeks since. No. Oh no! He, reti- Not, retired. I he retired. He retired. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot my timeline. He retired. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, yeah. Dylan White, Jermaine Franklin. I think we already said how on we mentioned it on this on this on this pod how like from when your the 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 most notable name on your resume is Radel Booker. <laughs> That's kind of said a lot. I went to pre this guy flows. Have you seen this guy's last opponent? this opponent before he fought is in the, the, the opponent before this white fight um uh, no nah, who was it <laughs> forget the name this is what the this is what the record the guy had 20 wins and twenty two losses yeah that's the last guy this guy fought so that says it all obviously this is the guy <laughs> I'm obviously i've seen this guy's name before but I haven't seen him fight but that says it yeah ridedo Booker and the uh, and uh, a guy that has got more losses than wins that's that's <laughs> mad so this this is just literally a uh, okay white Making the comeback, here's an easy fight on your way back. Look good, knock this guy out. Just get maybe get a couple rounds in the bag, and then do your thing. But he should, White Dylan White, should have way too much class for this guy. And it's a bit of a scary, scary sight if White struggles against my man. Then he's gonna have to look at himself. I can't lie; In terms of his career. But he really should be a, a simple night's work for Dylan White. I'll be honest. Uh, see, I, I'm not so sure.
1: <laughs> not because, no, because I'm. Um... I think White's susceptible to um, people look at him as a target now. Oof, oof. The, uppercut, the uppercut done slept oof. him a few times. <laughs> We've seen the bottom of his shoes.
0: Mm. Red. He, yeah, he had, the, he he had the red bottoms. We've seen his head bounce off the canvas. Um a victim of knockout of the year. What flaws, you're saying that people are heavyweight's looking at Dylan White now as food? They might be. Damn.
1: It might just be. Damn. I think you can go into a Dylan White fight, especially now, with a lot of confidence. Mm. As, if, if, as well, someone is that who was because of the way is that, is that because of the way Fury dealt with him. But Povetkin's slipped in. We've seen him touch the canvas against okay. Joe Parker. Against, okay, so uh, the Povetkin
0: thing, we we agreed upon that it was probably I won't say lucky punch, but it, in 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 essence, it was a lucky punch from Povetkin because he was getting beasted up, and White's yep. got caught. Cool. Mm-hmm. Parker, again. That's one of the ones where White kind of had his way throughout the entire fight and was calmly yeah. winning the fight, and I guess you can say fatigue conditioning got to him, and he got and you uh-huh. got touched in the end. But it wasn't where he was looking scary like that. You know what? But that's the make, thing. Per, yeah. <laughs> he, he could be losing. <laughs> he, to, he, you could be losing to White. Yeah, and, and, and you still get and, a
1: chance. Like Chazor gave him hell. Oscar Rivas put him down after he dominated Oscar Rivas. Yeah, you're looking at it thinking I. I'm always in with a shot against this dude. Mm. Mm. Me... Fair now, I'm not. Say- no, I'm not saying to Franklin's <laughs> going to win now, yeah. but I'm saying White should White should make a statement with this dude and think <laughs> like, you're, not, you're not having any joy with me. Yeah, so I, I think it might be a tougher fight than interesting because I feel yeah. Franklin will have a lot of confidence and will try and stick it on him.
0: Frankly, he's unbeaten to be fair. So yeah, yeah. he has to taste the defeat. It's it's and it's the heavyweights in it, Flo. So we know anything can happen mm. any heavyweights. Any punch. Can change the tide, whatever. Um Boy, boy, that would that'll, that'll be peak. That'll be very peak. I think there'll be, be definitely calls for him to retire if he if 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 he if he gets stumped by Jermaine Franklin. <laughs> That's serious for That that is that is a time of I can't even deny the Americans so, will kill him. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be in trouble. Well, we we would be finished. They'll call us out for a reason. They'll, invites us in to trouble. all them clubhouse rooms you can't have a show of our face go <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no I, yeah anything can happen i'm not expecting white to go out badly i still think he, he should be able to show his class and take this guy out um but if he does lose i have to hold my hands up and say that maybe he should consider retirement to be honest because you can't be losing to jermaine franklins i'm sorry fury i can understand i i, I can accept the fury even though he looked so bad against Fury, right? And got completely outclassed, outmatched. Like, I didn't think he would be... I knew, like, obviously, full Fury would win, but I didn't think Dylan White would look like that. But it's Fury. So I can understand that Fury is, like, good. And he can do that to people. But losing Jermaine Franklin, that's inexcusable. I'll be honest. That is so inexcusable flows. So So, um, yeah, I hope White doesn't get caught. I hope he takes this guy seriously and does a thoroughly professional job in there.
1: Mm. it is his first fight he's linked up with Buddy McGirt yes so um,
0: that'll be interesting to see Buddy McGirt obviously a very good coach we've, we've, we've said, we said, have yeah, mentioned him before how he's a great coach yeah mm. I'm intrigued to see how yeah. that works out yeah mm. and obviously there might be some growing pains with the new trainer you know we'll see how it works but hopefully yeah. fingers crossed it's, it's, it's a good it's a good fit for both of them and White does his thing because I still think there's a bit more for White to give, you know. Um, obviously, I don't think he ever beats the likes of Fury and stuff, but we still want to see him in the AJ rematch. We still want to see him versus on White, you know. So, um, no, I'm against, <laughs> sorry, against uh, Deontay Wilder. <laughs> we still okay, want to see yeah. him against Deontay Wilder. So, yeah, no, nah, there's still something out there for him. But obviously, if he's looking bad against a Jermaine Franklin, then Bunt, dead those fights, dead those fights. <laughs> there's no point. So, um, yeah, we'll see. But um, apart from the main event not being particularly enticing, the actual over, the undercard is pretty good in the floors. there's some good fighters in the undercards, and I think sticking with the heavyweight's the main one that caught my eye straight away was um Fabio Wardley versus Nathan Gorman for the oh. British heavyweight title. um that's a, that's a, that's a really good fight Floors on paper. Um, yeah. Gorman has he's slowly I guess he's since the, the for the Bois loss, I guess he's slowly been sort of rebuilding his career. And this is definitely like, the, the the biggest fight that he's had since like, the Bois loss um, against Fabio Wardley, who is still undefeated, isn't he? Woodley, I think he stopped yeah. all his opponents by one. What what do you think of Woodley floors? Um, are you I've a been, fan? Do you Do you see potential been, in him? I've accused the fight? He was giving him hell.
1: Um, what's his name? Eric what Molina? Molina. <laughs> <Malina. laughs> it was giving him hell, and then he, At- he until, until mid- two rounds. Until,
0: yeah, and so Molina then I I felt like took a dive or something. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. took a dive. He was the other one that he, he
1: that I thought took a dive. I keep thinking people take dives against Woolley, which is what's irritating me. Um yeah, I, I'm not wholly sold on him. I don't think he's gonna make waves in the division. I'll be so real.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't think he, he might not even see a belt. <laughs> But he, can, he can show me otherwise. I need to see yeah. more because he's stopping people, people that he is quicker than, but then to me, it's, it's just not wholly convincing.
0: Yeah, he can what's lose his, this, you know, he could because Gorman's uh, a Gorman, Gorman can box, yeah. Gorman's a good, a good boxer, good technical boxer. Um, I, I still remember that obviously the, the Gorman, uh, Bois build up. Obviously, Gorman was you know, he was bullish saying his technical skills would be way too much for Dubois Bois. And obviously, the, the power of bois just told in the end and got him out there. But um, yeah, no, Gorman, Gorman's a good fighter in terms of my boxing standpoint. Definitely a better boxer for me than Wardley. Again, it's kind of similar, but in terms of Wardley's got the power edge, Gorman's got the boxing edge, but I don't see... No, Wardley doesn't have that same explosiveness as Bois. but it's still, yeah, it's a dangerous fight for both men and they can both lose. So it's, it's I might even say it's a 50-50, you know, for us. Because I, I've never been massively sold on Woodley Like, I've never really sung those praises. He's never really Ooh. impressed me like that. He's beaten a bunch of soup cans and guys he should be. But the Molina thing was a bit of a of a bit of a bit alarm bells for me, Flores, because Molina's <laughs> food. Nice. <laughs> 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 I'm sure that's not the first time he's taken a dive either. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. There was someone else that was like, nah,
1: this is fake with Woodley. I can't remember who it was. I was like, nah, this is stupid. I know he, he got Nick Webb out of there in one round. Was it Nick? It might have been Nick it Webb might... Was he protesting or complaining. Of...
0: I, I think so, remember. actually. Yeah. I think he was, you know. I think it was Webb. That nah, was like a stupid winner. It was, yeah, it was one round, but I, re- I think I remember that fight. Yeah. Yeah. That man, yeah. I didn't even want to be in
1: there. Um, yeah. Yes. So this is a good, This I think this will be the test as such for me. Do you, do um, you prefer Fraser Clark to Wardley? Um, Fraser Clark's still. A bit, how many fights he had? five? five, four or six. five?
0: Yeah. Um. Five, six yeah, maybe. So, yeah. But obviously they're, they're trying to move him quicker f- because he's older, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, Fraser Clark looks good. He, I mean, he's got good at well, he started late, but he's got a, have a decent amateur background in terms has, of. Yeah. Um, he's fought some people. He what well, he he he's been, he's lost to Joe Joyce like five times or something. I'm amateur. amateur. Three oh, times
0: okay. I was oh, was it? I didn't even know. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I think they faced
0: three times and he lost all three. So <laughs> that tells me all I need to know, really. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, we've said it, flows. You have to, Joe Joyce is a problem still. We said it. So, Joe yeah,
1: Joyce uh, is... yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm saying that.
0: Yeah. If Joe Joyce is besting you, you at that
1: level, and there's people like Usyk, F- Fury, yeah, whatever, man,
0: and you can't get past the Joe Joyce. Yeah. Yeah, I can't say these upcoming crop of UK heavyweights are anything to write home about Joyce flows because even for me, and my, I'm the, i have never, I, you, you haven't heard me big up Fraser Clark once for on this pod so far. I haven't really bigged him <laughs> up on him. He's he hasn't impressed me. I either. need to I see can't. more. Yeah, so yeah, I need to see more from him. Wardley, <laughs> what's it called? Your guy, David Adelaide. Uh, <laughs> bunch of them. I, don't, I really, what's that? Uh, who's the I, Jolly Fisher as well? Yeah, he's he, he's only had like two, he's only had a couple, morning, yeah, but yeah. Babies. yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, well, AJ, you could see it kind of like, yeah, this guy's gonna go, for, you know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. see. And so far, I haven't seen all these guys. Obviously, still time, as you said, they're babies, yeah. but it's not the best crop, I'd say, at the moment, from what I can see. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, good fight for both of them. 50 50 fight, we'll see what happens with that one. Um, also on the card, you've got Richards, Spider, Craig Spider Richards, Spider, as you call spider. him, actually. If... <laughs> Just Spider. Um, he's up against a former Boatsy opponent in Ricard Bolotniks, a uh, Latvian guy, I think. Uh, listeners, if you remember, we previewed that pod. We talked about that that fight, how Bolotnicks actually gave Boatsy some problems before Boatsy stopped him in the end. But he gave Boatsy a few different looks um, and, yeah, troubled him a, a couple of times. Um so yeah, good comeback fight for, for Spider um against a good opponent. Opponent we've seen before, you know can cause a bit of problems with his awkwardness. Um so yeah, this 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 to me is a is a is a good comeback fight. It's how you do a comeback fight against a credible opponent that can give a couple of problems, can give rounds out there, just to see how you can, you know, shake the rust off and shake off that, that L. Craig Richards is doing it right. I'll be sure to rule. Um
1: he's always stepping into the fire he's putting himself he's really doing best fighting the best testing himself um, yeah he's always stepped up so I respect it uh, Tough lost well he lost to, well, to Borazzi uh, the performance and now he's stepping in with a Bolotniks who is another credible opponent and he, he gave Borazzi <laughs> hell as well before mm-hmm. Borazzi stopped him Borazzi mm-hmm. had to dig deep to win that I think he busted his eye up. 11th 12th round stoppage yeah was it on? was late on yeah yeah because Boratty thought he was going to get him out of there
0: early and uh, he, yeah
1: yeah um blew, empt, emptied the tank yeah and uh, Boratty kind of fought back into it and then he needed the second win to get him out of there which was actually wasn't him who done Boratty's eye it was the other the other dude who done Boratty's eye what's his name Kalich Kalich yeah Kalich yeah, he was, yeah, I was we look, said we
0: want to see more of that guy I wonder what he's doing yeah we, crew, we, we, he was, mean, was good they tucked him away after he gave Wattie up, <laughs> nah, And you said, don't risk- come back.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Belonics showed a lot of heart as well and gave Wattie a lot of problems. Mm. Um, so yeah, good mm. comeback for Spider in terms of not going back to tune-ups or whatnot, stepping in there with another credible opponent who's ranked in like the top 10, I'm sure Belonics is,
0: or in the top 15, I hope, anyway. Mm. Um, so yeah, credit to Spider. Yeah, definitely. Um, look forward to that one good fight um so yeah two good undercard fights at least to, to, you know to, to to take us into the main event um so yeah I'll I'll, I'll be tuned in I'll be tuned in for that cool. f- for, for that dinner white card should be good um yeah we'll see what happens there um let's quickly touch upon I guess just what's been going on in boxing especially one particular piece that we might as well discuss um that is the ongoing beef that's brewing between Eddie Hearn and Lawrence um yeah, uh, Hearn's obviously come out recently with an interview, uh, basically implying that you know they're taking Col to court. Um, he's trying not to, but he's got no choice. Uh, essentially, listeners, they're beefing over the fact that according to a code, you know, according to Hearn, Acqually's got one fight left on their deal with on 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 the deal that they have, the contract that they have, and Acqually, I guess, is saying that there's no fights. The fights are done. And Cody's actually trying to jump ship now. He's I think he's trying to head over to he's trying to leave Matryum and two five eight management and head over to Boxer and Sky Sports. So he's he's left two five eight management, I believe. Okay, he's that's just... that's that's done now. Okay, yeah, I think so, so it's just so, yeah. so it's just the Matryum thing now that's the issue. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, Essentially, he's trying to jump ship to Boxer, um, and this has actually been bre- this has been brewing for a while actually because I think mm. the first initial signs of like this score between both of them. Was when a colleague sent out a bunch of tweets in in June, I think it was June, July time. He did a tweet and delete, essentially implying that Eddie Hearn's a slave owner. <laughs> or Or slave. Remember,
1: type. we spoke about it at the pod a brief time a while ago where we said yeah. he's looking to leave, like, yeah. we had that little scoop kind of thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, yeah, carry on.
0: Yeah, 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 so it's it's not a new thing. It's kind of been bubbling, but now it seems to have fully come out. Um, they've both dropped interviews where they've basically shaded each other more or less um and yeah man, it's, it's a shame um I, both points have been you know both sides have been said and I guess flows from the matching point of view Hernan's clearly said that you know they've done a lot for Lawrence Colley they've really done right by him they've pushed him they said they will get him a title shot they got him the title shot they got him a title um and you know they've made him headline cards all that kind of stuff. And they've really put him out there. And um, so I guess from Hearn's point of view, it's a lot of disloyalty. Um, uh I guess with Lawrence, it's more of a case of, you know, he feels like the time's done, the contract's over. He should be, have the right to go to where he wants now if he's a free agent. But um, I will say this, Match him have tried by by Akoli. I will say that. I do think Eddie Hearn is right there. Oh. Um, Akoli is he's, he's a fighter that we like a lot on this pod and we've bigged up a lot. Uh, even when he was constantly getting bashed and getting pelted by his critiques, being the fans, the casual fans, who call him boring, horrible to watch, always attacking his personality, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We've defended him on this pod, because yeah. for obvious, for, for reasons that you can go back and listen to. Um, and even though he isn't the best draw, doesn't do the best numbers at all, Hearn and Matthew are stuck by him, and they've put him on big shows, and they've even had him headline cards. So that part I do think is right, to be honest, Flo, is that Matchroom have really stuck by him and tried with him. Um, I can
1: sense his frustrations in terms of he hasn't had a career, the final fight, or uh, like the opponents he's wanted, he hasn't entirely got. But yeah. I don't think that's full of matchrooms because, once again, when you're not a draw, they need to be able to put the money up as such. And yeah. there's no guarantee of Curly that like, given it, that they backed him, they have backed him because that's... after the Isaac Chamberlain. Um, Fight people like this guy. Get him, get this guy. out of his and the other that, one,
0: like, it was like
1: two or three asking, back to back. Yeah, Matty asking to follow. They were like boring stars, hunger sleeper. People despise currently. Yeah, and we defended him. Said uh, I famously said he's got a villainous style. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's, it's not crowd pleasing. But he, he wins. I they back to him because once again, it's a business. We've seen Matthew do this with a few fighters. If if mm. you're boring and you're not selling fights, they they bin you, they dash you, yeah. <laughs> they'll dash you. <laughs> they will do that, um, and they haven't dashed him. They've backed him. They've they've tried to get in big fights, but it's hard when you're not a crowd draw yourself. It's kind of like opportunities on the, AJ's undercards and all this stuff. So they've done what they can with him. Um, so I feel like there should be a bit more loyalty between them. So it's a sad state of affairs in that sense.
0: Yeah, man, very, very sad. Um, I wouldn't wish, wish the court thing on anyone really. I hope that they can solve it without having to go to court, but it seems like it's at that stage now. Um, if if they're saying that there's one fight left in the contract and he's saying he's not, the only way you can really solve that is via court proceeding right flows. So, so it's, it's a shame. Um, but yeah, Cody's been looking to leave for a while now. Um, I'm interested to see, obviously, if it does get sorted out and he does ho- hop over to Boxer. If they're able to get the fights that he wants foot he you know he's able to do, um, we'll see. But um, yeah, of course, it's one of the things where we'll keep you guys updated in terms of what happens. But um, yeah, sad to see because like I said, matching have taken him from the moment he they signed him straight off the Olympics, didn't they? Took him from that. Yeah, took him from what you got a bronze, I think. Uh, took him from that. He did middle. I don't think you even did the medal. Fair. Okay, fair. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> but, yeah. why it's
1: even funnier. You did not medal. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cool, taking it but taking it straight from the Olympics to world title aspirated to to the number one cruiserweight in the world. To be honest, um, and yeah, it's such a damn shame. But yeah, we'll keep you guys updated on that one. But um, yeah, keep an eye out. <sighs> but yeah, man, I think we can call it a day there, floors. Um, yeah, another low key episode. Um, hopefully we get some more action for to review and preview for next week. But it's been once again episode 117 of the Strap and Podcast. I've been your boy Camp.
1: I'm your boy, Flows,
0: And yeah, head over to the social media websites. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Peace.